Hi, and welcome to another episode of Tech Takeaways. Uh, I'm your host, Paul Stringflow, with my uh, dynamic co-host, um, essentially Christmassy Jason. Ho, ho, ho. And Grinchy Wayne. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. So, yeah, so you may have noticed two of us, <laughs> at least, have, um, have, have come with Christmas attire, because as you'll know, as you're watching this episode, it is almost Christmas. Um, we are recording this somewhere near Christmas as well. We're not doing this in June, um, you know, as, uh, as often they do with TV shows. Um, but what we want to do with this episode and, and the one that will come out next week is uh, just have a little bit of a review of the year. You know, so for, you know, for those who don't know us, actually, you know, God, God, beyond, beyond watching us on this podcast, you know, Gardner Systems have been around since 1985. You know, it's a very long standing company based here in Liverpool. We've always been here in Liverpool. Um, but over this last, um, well, 12 months, uh, you know, we, we've had a lot of change. You know, Wayne, Wayne's joined the organisation as our, as our chief exec. Um, and, but it's also changed a lot in terms of the way the business operates and a lot of the things we're getting involved in. So what we want to do over these, these couple of shows is just give you our review back of the year, looking at the things that have kept us busy, uh, looking at the things that we've learnt. Um, and, and then in, in next week's episode, we'll also take a little bit of a look forward into what we expect to see in 2024. So, um, so as I say, we're doing this near Christmas. Myself and Jason bothered uh, with, with Christmas time. I love time. Christmas, you know. Yes. It's the best time, isn't it? Uh, it, it well, it is. <laughs> and, and R2-D2 is appropriately attired yep. also for this. Absolutely. Um, but why don't we start with you, Grinch? Um, and, and let's... Um, <laughs> You know, obviously, myself and Jason have known each other, worked together for a very long time. You know, but but you're kind of new to new to gardeners, and, and we, we haven't talked lots about actually how how you came to be be part of the team. But do you, do you want to give us kind of a, a kind of a quick thought on the, the kind of the whirlwind year you've had so far? Well, the the blur as we've just been talking about um, a whistle stop tour uh, of the last twelve months. Well, as you know, I kind of. Um, invested in the business in December last year, kind of, you know, joined 4th of Jan, you know, part of relocating to um, St. Paul Square and then to to Man Island. You know, we started the year off, then we, you know, Microsoft, Microsoft imminent price increase on the 1st of April. Yeah. It was a great um, starting point for me because, you know, from a technical perspective, I didn't really need to learn a lot, but there was massive benefits to a lot of our clients who could lock a price in before the price increase happened. And some of these customers hadn't had a price increase because they'd locked in the year before. So I think we were seeing some, in some ways, up to 30% price increases for customers who'd locked in the year before. And if they didn't do it, you know, post 1st of April. So that was a big thing for me. And engagement to looking at these Microsoft um, licensing was, 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 we had access to a set of tools that would analyze uh, 365, and um, latterly, it would analyse um, Azure and make some recommendations based upon that. And that was good for us from a, an engagement perspective because these add value. Um, you know, fortunately, it was um, paid for by Lenovo uh, via a company called Surveil. So this would give us an insight into 365, you know, license optimization, you know, where people log into, how many global admins. So there was a lot of benefits that we've seen early on and still to this day because we're still running them. Um, so that was kind of first part. We'd done a cyber event in... April. Well, just come back to that because because I think what's really interesting about that as well is it, it's almost been almost been that kind of opportunity and preparedness meeting kind kind of idea, hasn't it? Because I think one of the things that we have seen this year, because you're right, I mean it was you know it was in, incoming Microsoft licensing increase in April, it was going to see some people impacted by maybe 30 percent, but but that increase in licensing costs happens every year. But I think what has been interesting this year has been there's maybe been another couple of characteristics about that. You know, one one has been kind of the economic situation. So yeah, for yeah. lots of companies, they've they've been looking at how can I be more cost efficient. But I think one of the things we've also found is 
it's been really useful for companies to, you know, as more and more have moved to the cloud, you know, whether that's infrastructure and platform as a service or software as a service. And actually that's that's presented a whole bunch of different challenges, you know. And, and, and I think one of the things that we've taken from it is the idea that actually getting some insight into that cost has done one or two things. Either it's given the opportunity to save money or it's at least given them the opportunity to be able to go back into their business and say, aren't we doing well controlling these costs? You know, but, but I think that's been quite an interesting interesting outcome from that. You know, is, is, is that, has that been an experience for you as well? Yeah, it, and you know what? It's been great to tell an IT team, well done, you know, from, you know, and I think they were taking them reports up to the, the boardrooms, et cetera. Um, yeah, we've seen a lot of clients who've got great um, secure score, um, you know, great tools to, that, that manage the environment. So that was really good. But yeah, engagement, optimization, ways that, you know, we can help and add value. That's all we're looking for all the time. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. we've seen that kind of extend as well, haven't we? Because we've, we, you know, we increasingly, and it's been quite an interesting area for us. I think increasingly we've had companies coming to talk to us about kind of because looking at licensing spend inside of Microsoft 365 or, or Google Workspace is one thing. You know, you're looking at I've got X amount of users. We buy these licenses. Are they the right licenses? So that, that's that's a useful, you know, useful thing to be able to do. But I think one of the things that's been we've seen increasingly, I expect we'll see even more of next year, has been this kind of move is I've moved lots of my infrastructure into an Azure, an AWS, GCP, you know, pick cloud of your choice. Yeah. And actually I'm struggling to keep a handle on particularly predictive cost. You know, so looking at what's this going to look like if I do this now, what this going to look like for mm. it. And, and certainly we've had a few, certainly a few conversations where, yeah. where we've looked at that, haven't we? Yeah, I mean, you know, some software that's agnostic to the um, to the cloud environment uh, has been really useful because we've seen organisations aren't just taking a one cloud approach or a one vendor approach. You know, there's there's some Azure, there's some Google or AWS. So you know, having having a to, you know access to tools that will um, they're agnostic to the cloud provider that can make some forecasts on future spend uh, and some recommendations has been really valuable. Yeah, you know, and I, and I think we'll, we will see that continue because, you know, I think the, the economic challenges that the business is facing, but, but just good governance, you know, good governance of are we spending correctly? Yeah. Are we are we doing these things right? So so that's that, that definitely been a big area yeah. for us and, you know, not just at the start of the year, but, but you know, it's continued Well, it continues. You know, we're, you know, we're on a big campaign now again until the end of March because I think we all anticipate licenses, prices yeah. are going to up again. You know, last year was 9%. Who knows what it is, you know. Um, you know, Microsoft keep the cards pretty close to the chest. We don't know, but, you know, from what I'm hearing, it's you know, maybe another yeah. significant rise in the same, you know, in the same price. So, um, you know, we continue to do, we, you know, we, we continue to build a better set of tools to give people you know, a deeper insight to the license environment, the optimization, you know, and, and, and forecast and predict what the cost of moving to cloud or running cloud is. So, or even. Yeah, no, yeah. it's really powerful that because, uh, the cloud providers do make those some of those reports available, but they're they're really difficult to interpret. Mm. You know, being able to go to a you know a finance person and say I'm I'm going to invest in cloud. I, the first question is going to be how much is it going to cost over next month, next year, and the answer can't be I don't know. You know, you need to be able to give an accurate figure, and those reports do it. Well, well, uh, yeah, I think. Uh, uh, Big area. It's going to continue to to be so. Yeah. I think. Um, and obviously, when you you mentioned the introduction, uh, and obviously we talked before we started recording. You, know, you talked about kind of we we did some cyber events kind of early in the year as well. And I know Jason, you were talking about kind of <laughs> yeah. where, where your what's kept you particularly busy this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when I when I look back over over the the last year, it's the things that spring out 
most most vivid in my mind probably scars are uh, cyber security incidents actually um not only have we seen an increase in the complexity of them but an increase in a number and teams just aren't aren't set up to deal with them you know the the businesses are being targeted we can see that but the team that is there to be able to deal with it on cybersecurity professionals, you know, we're seeing, uh, we have seen some outages, uh, some some uh, some businesses um, hit, you know, ransomware, um, or you know, the good old-fashioned DDoS attack, essentially just just disruption of service over a period of time, um, you know, and and it and it is a, it's still a massive concern for customers, and I think that is no way going away. I think that the only thing that's going to change going into next year is how the attacks are performed. You know, they may get technically more complex. There may be vulnerabilities, you know, zero days that we don't yet know about that, you know, were released over the, certainly the holiday festive period. We see that most yeah. years. True, um, you know, yeah, yeah. IT got... departments are having a little bit of downtime. You know, cyber attackers get into the network and, and do, do their, their work. Yeah, and I think it's interesting kind of what you what you bring up as well. It's that, you know, it's this idea of this, this has continued to be, you know, a huge challenge and probably it continues to be a, a number one priority for, yeah. for most organisations we deal with. I mean, in, in the next episode, when we look forward to next year, that number one priority might shift slightly in, in terms of what, what organisations are thinking about. But, you know, security is going to remain very high on the list. But it's interesting in, in terms yeah. of some of the things that we've seen is that, the, the threat vectors remain the same. So the threat vectors, I mean, interesting mentioned denial of service attacks. You know, we've we've seen real increase in that as a, you know, it's it's a pretty brute force way of doing stuff. You know, it, it, it's not particularly sophisticated, um, but it's really, really effective, particularly if you've got some kind of retail front end. Absolutely. Um, but we've yeah. also seen, you know, ransomware has continued to be, you know, and, and actually some of the kind of the geopolitical stuff that's going on has, has driven some of those increases. Yeah. But, but, you know, that idea of, People getting malicious code delivered to them in some way, then going around encrypting a whole bunch of data and, and taking it out of yeah, action. Yeah, exactly. And and the work that's kept us busy from a technical uh, perspective has been smaller businesses actually paying more attention to the security suites that they should be implementing to help put them in a better position to tackle it. So uh, an increase in um, the interest around cyber essentials and obtaining that. Um, so helping organisations understand what's required in it making sure that technically they, they meet the, the controls. Um, smaller customers starting to implement things that traditionally we would see more in enterprise. So firewalls, um, looking at SASE and ZTNA as well, you know, that's coming in. Um, and uh, and so the focus has, has, has kind of shifted down a little bit, you know, whereas smaller companies previously might said Cyber Essentials probably overkill for us. They're seeing that uh, the cyber insurance companies, so the, the, the insurance for the business are saying, what are you doing around cyber? They're asking more questions around how are you protecting It's a supply chain as well, isn't it? You know, we're seeing some of our yeah. customers now, you know, to, to, to get on, not necessarily frameworks, but to supply to some of the bigger organisations. Yeah. Cyber Essentials is a minimum. Show us a certificate, um, exactly, know, and, yeah. And, you know, we're building our, well, we've built our MSP offering of all, you know, password management, patch management, um, cybersecurity as a service, firewall as a service. These are all the building blocks to kind of help com companies achieve that. They're not the only things, but they're yeah. part of it. I mean, rewinding back, you know, just, you know, my... When I started, I didn't really have an appreciation of cybersecurity. You know, I thought it was the endpoint, you know, good endpoint. Uh, and, and we're seeing a lot of clients uh, and a lot of our discovery calls over the year 
people have got good endpoint solutions in yeah. place, but it's what happens with the information that comes from the endpoint that's been, you know, comes to the resource challenge of, you know, of yeah. when that, you know, what, what people do with that tele telemetry um, and how they telemetry, deal with yeah. it. Yeah. So it's been, that's been the biggest eye-opener for me because, you know, people, you know, the first call of this year, we got, we've got, I don't know, Defender or Intercept X or ESET. There was different endpoints and people were just not making an assumption but you know we've dealt with that. We're fine until the term yeah, comes up. Yeah, it was almost like because we've installed antivirus yeah. on the endpoints tick. We're done with cyber security now. We're okay with that. And I think that you know when when you start to scratch beyond the surface a little bit more, you kind of expose risk elsewhere. Um, uh, so I, th I think that Cyber Essentials, you know, helps with yeah. a lot of that because it asks questions not around endpoint but around firewalls as well. Um, yeah, absolutely. So, so I, I just think as we kind of wrap up this first of our Christmassy episodes, or oh, okay. Christmassy for two of us. Um, again, I'm just <laughs> going to keep using the the, the Grinch gag uh, as we go. Um, yeah, we call us tech takeaways. So, you know, based on kind of the, the, these kind of areas that we're talking about, you know, w w what's kind of a takeaway each that you've seen from from uh, this year? I think the big one, well, a couple of big ones for me is, you know, certainly, you know, jumping back into Microsoft the licensing, uh, Microsoft licensing, just analyse the estates, you know before you renew, you know, do we need all the licenses? Are we buying the right licenses to match the applications that we're using? Have we got predictable costs for our cloud partners? You know, Google, um, um, AWS, and, you know, Azure, you know, I would just do these, you know, we run them to free of charge, you know, just, just you know, drop us a note or send us an email, we can run them for you uh, and give you a read back. Um, and then from a cyber perspective, you know, the big takeaway from me this year is, um, you know, if you're, Endpoint was wanted to tell you something at nine o'clock on a Friday night or even nine o'clock on Christmas Eve. How are you going to deal with that? Because, you know, that window of when you see the alert, and we've seen this a couple of times yep. this year where there's been an alert, you know, thankfully there's not been, um, you know, any catastrophic, you know, event that's happened, but there's been alerts that could have been that were not dealt with, you know, for three or four days in some cases. And that's, you know, it, it's, it's just having that service wrap that enables you to respond. It's how that happens. So that, you know, you know, um, run the reports and, and just challenge your cybersecurity, um, you know, plan or, you know, how, how you manage alerts. That, they'd be the big, two big things for me. Yeah, for me, it's around cybersecurity. So the takeaway would be to identify the services in your network and, and also cloud services, you know, any services that are integral to your business, so be it a shop or a finance system that's hosted elsewhere, include them in the exercise and then ask the questions, probing questions to say, where are we weak? You know, identify where the risks are and pay particular attention to addressing them. And, and, and also it's, it's really useful to run an exercise, not just around uh, strengthening the perimeter, but also plan for what if something happens, you know, do we have the correct team in place? If we've got a cybersecurity team on site and we've got a IT department on site and a cybersecurity team are going to expect something from the IT department, make it known, you know, so if this happens, we do, this, you know, have a plan before you need it because writing an instant response plan 
during the middle of an instant is not the correct time to be writing that plan. Certainly isn't. Um, well, look, guys, this, this has been great. Um, you know, so catch on the next episode because we'll talk a little bit more about some of the other things that we've seen, and plus what we're, we're going to see uh, see next uh, next year. So, uh, and just actually, Santa, if you're watching um, and you want any help in terms of cost optimization or security, uh, just give us a shout. We'll do that for free because we know it's a busy time of year for you. So, um, big guy. Uh, so, um, but hey, until next time, gents, thanks very much. Okay. If you want to make sure you catch all future episodes of Tech Takeaways and do subscribe, you can subscribe here on YouTube or through any home of podcasts, uh, places you get your podcasts from, good or bad. So um, no, nice or naughty list for your podcast apps. Um, so uh, hey, until next week, Jason Wayne, thanks very much. And thank you for watching. See you soon.